Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and on Instagram. This week on the podcast, we are going to talk all about ancestor work, how to do it, what it is, and how to involve Jesus in that practice. But before we jump into this week's episode, let's talk about where I've been for the past month. So if you follow me on TikTok, which you should follow me on TikTok because uh, it's a party over there, um, you would know that my kitty cat, Saul, dumped an entire glass of water. Not like a normal, like, you know, like normal glass of water. No, no, no. It was a 32-ounce jug of water all over my laptop. And obviously, water and laptops do not mix, so um, I ended up losing all of the episodes of the Jesus Witch podcast that I've posted, all of the ones that weren't posted. I lost all my notes. I lost a lot of stuff because I thought they were all backed up to iCloud, and they weren't. And not only were all the episodes gone, but my ability to make new episodes was also gone because you need a computer to make a podcast. Honestly, losing my computer was really devastating for me, as silly as it sounds. Um, A lot of you know that this past December, December of 2021, I was in an accident um, where a drunk driver rear-ended my car. The accident has been a really hard thing for me to cope with, not only mentally, but also physically. I have a lot of chronic pain and nerve damage because of the injury that I sustained. The aftermath of this accident has been really hopeless for me because of my pain level and that not really getting any better, um, the lack of justice that's been involved in this accident, in this situation. Um, I've really been... I feel like a lot of like rose-colored glasses that I've had for our society were kind of like taken off with this accident. It's been really traumatic. It's been really difficult. And um, it's been really hard to continue having hope as I move through healing from this and like the, the aftermath of all of this. But anyway, where I've been finding my hope is in creating this podcast and in creating the Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord group. And, you know, posting stuff to TikTok and, you know, really seeing how impactful um the space of like jesus witchery is for other people and knowing that in all this pain and everything that i'm dealing with i'm still listening to what jesus wants i'm still creating this stuff i'm still creating this community and i'm doing my best my absolute best to live my life for him and when i lost my laptop it was like this like i almost felt like the lights kind of went out for a second and i'm like oh well, there goes my hope. Like, there's that. It's all done. 
So anyway, I went to TikTok to give you guys the update that my computer was broken and let you know that the podcast wasn't going to be continuing for a little while because um, I didn't have a computer to produce it on sort of thing. And um, in less than 12 hours <laughs> from when I posted that video, you guys had sent me enough money, had bought readings on my Etsy shop, had my friend Shea Grillo, who she's been on the podcast, we talked about reincarnation, she went live on TikTok and did readings, and you guys donated to, to get readings from her, and she gave me all of those donations, and in less than 12 hours, we were able to get a new computer. This was really significant for me, because as I said before, I've been struggling a lot with hope, um, and especially like after the accident, like realizing that the person who did this to me, the drunk driver who hit my car, essentially got away with what she did. Um, I have been, I've been wrestling with that idea with God for a while and that lack of justice. I'm like, how can you call yourself the God of justice? If there's such a simple thing, there's such a black and white thing that should have had justice for it, right? If you can't even give justice for that, right? Like I've kind of had this like weird mentality there and as silly as this sounds, like seeing how the community, the Jesus Witch community rallied together to help me get this laptop and how, you know, people really care about this podcast, about the words that Christ is putting on my heart. Um, it's a huge wake up call for me. And it really did mend a lot of the hardships that I was having with God in my relationship with him. And, um, how I wasn't trusting him. He kind of like, he was like this like little like, Lena, calm down. I, I got you. I know you're dealing with a really hard thing right now, but I got you. So um, I really appreciate that to anybody who helped get the new laptop. Um, thank you so much for being a part of, you know, having God show up in my life and giving me like a big piece of hope that I've needed. Um, <laughs> I didn't intend to start recording and start crying on this thing about this laptop but yeah it makes me very emotional my heart was very very touched I cried myself to sleep in a very good way <laughs> happy tears you know um but yeah so now we're recording on our new laptop we're still waiting for a new microphone I'm currently only using the laptop's like microphone which is pretty nice you know I, I the audio quality seems okay um Another generous follower offered to buy a new microphone for the laptop since, like, <laughs> the old microphone I have doesn't fit into, like, the ports or whatever. So we're just waiting on a new microphone, but everything, I have everything else for this computer, and I'm so incredibly blessed um, that this happened, and it wouldn't have happened without you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for helping me get a uh, computer and for helping this this podcast to continue. So now that I've gotten all that mushiness out of the way, let's talk about ancestor work. So this week on the podcast, and for our first official episode of season four of the Jesus Witch podcast, I figured since we took a month-long hiatus, we might as well make this the first episode of season four. We are going to be talking about ancestor work. Ancestor work has been a hot topic in the Jesus Witch Church, which is our free Discord group recently. A lot of people have been talking about it and a lot of people have been doing it. And I'm assuming that's because Samhain is coming up next month. So I feel like it's logical for us like witchier kind of people to start thinking about ancestor work during this time of year. However, you may be wondering to yourself, 
what is ancestor work exactly? And I'm glad that you asked because I have an answer to that question. <laughs> so ancestor work is some of the oldest forms of magic, which makes sense, right? Because a lot of folk practices and like traditional um, methods of healing and, and magic and things like that that we hear of are passed down from generation to generation to generation, which that is ancestor work right there, right? It's rituals that are passed down from generations. It's learning about the history and culture of where your family comes from. It's learning of any wrongs that they have that your ancestors may have participated in, and also learning about how those actions may have impacted the lives of others. It's continuing with familiar relationships in your everyday life. Ancestor work is a very, very, very broad topic, and it does not look the same for everyone because we all come from different cultural backgrounds. Now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Switch podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you can choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus witch or Christian witch-specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. 
leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the jesus witch podcast via cash app or paypal it takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the jesus witch podcast and getting donations helps me get the support and help that i need to be able to create this type of content for Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody. So if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wish list helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. So now that we have an idea of what ancestor work is, let's talk about a few practical ways to do ancestor work. So firstly, I feel like this is the easiest one, is having pictures of your family around your home to keep their memory alive. I feel like this is such a simple way of honoring and venerating your ancestors and something we do see in a lot of like traditional folk practices, especially like, you know, with the use of ofrendas in um, Mexican and Latin American cultures. An ofrenda is used on the holiday of Dia de los Muertos, um, which is also known as Day of the Dead. And it's essentially a small shrine dedicated to ancestors, which can include things like their favorite foods um, and offerings, but a lot, a lot, a lot of pictures of ancestors and people who have already crossed over. Another form of practical ancestor work is researching your heritage and incorporating some of their spiritual traditions and practices into your own. So a lot of you may know that my heritage is primarily Middle Eastern and Italian. However, my dad did not grow up with a lot of Middle Eastern culture. He was actually raised in Haiti. So I actually grew up with a lot more Haitian cultures and traditions and foods and language than I did Middle Eastern or Palestinian, which we are Palestinian. So as a part of my ancestor work, I have been trying to incorporate some more Palestinian and Middle Eastern belief systems into my own practice and into my life. The main Middle Eastern thing that I have incorporated into my practice is the wearing of an eagle eye talisman. If you watch any of my TikTok videos, like literally from the beginning, I am wearing some sort of evil eye necklace. I started out with just a big evil eye pendant, but I felt like that looked a little bulky and I really do like choke, choker kind of necklaces. So I found on Amazon these cute little like gold and silver um, evil eye choker necklaces. So I bought one in gold and I bought one in silver and I wear those interchangeably. Um, they just have like a bunch of evil eyes on them and I absolutely love them. And recently I have discovered that I absolutely love anklets. I think they are the cutest thing on the entire planet. So I, nine times out of 10, I got an evil anklet, evil eye anklet on as well. And obviously I wear my evil eye talismans as protection from the evil eye, from the malocchio, from any like negative energies that people wanna throw at me. But I also wear it in honor of my Middle Eastern ancestors and in honor of that lost culture within my father's side of the family. So another fun, practical way that you can involve your ancestors into your spiritual practice or into your life in general is by cooking a meal that your ancestors may have eaten. I feel like my friend Sarah, Sarah Rednick, 
I believe that's how you pronounce her name, on TikTok. Um, she's really good at this. I will link her TikTok in the show notes page. But she does, like, all these cultural, like, Slavic meals and, like, really gets into kitchen witchery and, like, eats a lot of the traditional foods that her ancestors may have eaten. So, like, this is something that she's inspired me to do more of. Um, I am, although my dad is a chef... I am not, not that I'm not the best chef, it's just I have two small children and um, a little bit of a bird brain, so I'm not like the best at making complicated recipes. So for me, the way that I do this is I'll like go to a Middle Eastern restaurant and I'll eat there, or if I'm trying to honor my Italian ancestors, I'll call one of my aunts up and I'm like, can you cook for me? Can I come over? And that's how I honor them by eating my my family members' foods or, you know, just having my mom cook an Italian meal. But um, food can be a really big way to incorporate ancestors and to do ancestor work because food is a universal language and everybody gets super happy by eating a good meal. So that's one really fun and simple way you can involve your ancestors is by eating their food. And then for some bonus points, give some of that food as an offering to them. Like um, for my husband on his stepfather's birthday, he passed away, um, oh gosh, seven seven years ago. Um, For his birthday, we made his favorite meal and then I took a plate of it. (laughs) I took a plate of it and I threw it in the yard and I'm like, here, Kevin, that's for you. And that was like honoring him. That was giving him some of his favorite meal as an offering. And then also like honoring him by eating his favorite meal and like talking about him and getting him like his memory involved into the family. So, you know, it's really fun. Food is a really fun way that you can do ancestor work. And I highly encourage that you do that because I'm a Taurus and food is life. This tip is a tip for my witchy parents out there who are wrangling them witchlings and trying to raise them um, a little bit more spiritually, right? So you can get back to your roots in parenting. What are like the traditional beliefs that your cultures had about children and how can you like expand on them and really bring them into your life? Italians love kids. They love letting kids be kids. They love letting them get dirty and, you know, play and all of that and eat. So that's a big thing that I've been doing with my kids is just letting them be kids. But another part of that is also the parenting decisions that I make. I know that like my grandmother and her siblings, they were all raised in a more like holistic like naturalist kind of way they grew up dirt poor in the hills of italy where there weren't hospitals like they were all born at home because there was no no place to go to birth kind of thing you know they they grew up in the middle of world war ii so there weren't a lot of resources and they kind of had to make do with what they had and make do with what the earth gave them So there were a lot of like folk healing practices and um, like spiritual practices that were passed down from that generation, but kind of got lost with my mom's generation. And, you know, that was my mom's generation was the first like American generation. She was um, uh, first generation American. This was when everybody actually like moved over to the States from Italy. And so they kind of got Americanized, obviously. And part of what I do as a as a parent is try to bring my kids back 
to that more traditional sense. So with my second baby, I had a home birth. I'm not saying that's for everybody, obviously. Like, use your sense, you know, listen to your body, have discussions with midwives, all that good stuff. But for my second baby, I had a home birth, which was honoring my ancestors and, like, the way my grandmother was born and the way my great-grandmother birthed all, like, what, seven of her children or something like that. You know, we do more hippy-dippy things. We try to use, like, what the earth gives us. Um, and I really try to get back to the root, back to my family's roots in that way in being a little bit more naturalist um, and really working with what the earth gives us. Another part of that is also gentle parenting and learning how to be respectful to my children while also like maintaining a healthy parent-child relationship. I feel like that's really healing throughout my ancestral line just because of things that I've known have, have went on. Um, and I think that's also an approach too. like if you're a parent and you know that you've come from a family who's had a lot of like generational trauma specifically with the way children were raised um, being a little bit more gentle in your parenting approach and learning how to navigate that type of lifestyle is also really great as a really great way to do ancestor work. So another thing that you can do to honor your ancestors is visit family members. So you can visit living family members and go spend time with them and strengthen those family bonds. You can visit the graves of family members who have passed over and leave them offerings and, you know, make sure that their gravestone is clean and that they have like a nice resting space. Or if you don't have any living relatives local to you or, you know, any graves of passed over relatives local to you um, and you're able, you can try to volunteer at a local senior center and adopt a grandparent and, you know, help somebody else's grandparents during like that like kind of harder time you know you're getting older it's the end of your life sort of thing and I've heard it's very isolating for some people so being there for them and giving them that kind of companionship is so important not only to that person but will also help heal your ancestor line because somebody who had passed over from your family line that didn't get that end of life care that didn't get that end of life respect and community and love is going to feel the love and the support and the energy that you're giving to that other person, even if they're not directly related to you. Um, and it's just a really beautiful way to use your time in honor of your ancestors if you're able to. This is something I personally plan on doing once my kiddos get a little bit older and obviously once like COVID settles down a little bit more. And so obviously this might not be like possible during like right now kind of thing. Um, but this is definitely something that I want to do and I want to incorporate more into my kids' lives and show them the importance of honoring the elderly as a way of venerating our own ancestors and making sure that they they, they feel loved they feel loved people deserve to feel love and that's really that's really it so that's that tip so another practical way that you could do ancestor work is by using tarot or oracle cards to connect with your ancestors I have the Angels and Ancestors Oracle deck by Kyle Gray, and I use that to communicate directly with my ancestors. I love that deck for ancestor communication. I linked it in the show notes page, but I'll also use my tarot deck sometimes to get like really direct information from them. Like if I need to know how they want specifically to be healed or like what kind of offerings they want or, you know, what sort of spell work I should do with them, then I'll use tarot to get detailed and direct answers from them. 
Sometimes I feel like tarot is the closest thing that we can get to like just texting the spirit world and being like, hey, what's up? Like, what do you need from me kind of thing? Um, because each card has such a different meaning and depending on your personal like spiritual vocabulary on each card, it'll mean like a different thing. Um, so I really like using tarot when connecting with, with my ancestors. I've actually shared a few of the tarot spreads that I've written to help connect with my ancestors on my Patreon page. And the most recent one that I posted is available to all Patreon supporters. So if you click the link in the show notes page and become a Patreon supporter, you can grab this tarot spread, which is all about healing with your ancestors and helping them heal from a challenge that they had to face during their lifetime. So the final tip for ancestor work that I have for you is to invoke your ancestors into your spell work. This one is really simple. You can light a candle and honor your ancestors or simply just call them out by name and ask them to be present as you cast your spells. My grandmother really likes to be present for abundance spells. So whenever I do a money bowl or something like that, I light her candle and invite her energy to be there as I cast it. Speaking of spells with ancestors, I actually came up with a special ancestor communication oil in honor of Samhain. It's based off the Bible verse Deuteronomy 6-7 and has ingredients in it that help invoke your ancestors as well as create a clear and positive connection to spirit. You can use this oil by itself on your skin or in a bath. You could use it as an ingredient in spell work. You could put it on before doing tarot spreads with your ancestors in order to like heighten your communication and strengthen your connection to spirit. You could put it on your hair. You could leave a few drops of it as an offering to your ancestors. There's so many different things that you could do with this oil. It is called Back to Your Roots and it's going to be available only until November 1st. It comes in two different sizes. I have either a one ounce dropper bottle oil or a 10 milliliter roller bottle. You can grab this oil by itself or I have it available with a ritual candle and a digitally downloadable Bible-based grimoire page that is a spell that'll help you connect further with your ancestors. If you want to check out my limited edition Back to Your Roots Ancestor Connection Oil, you can find it on my Etsy shop, which is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. You can find the link to my Etsy shop in the show notes page. So those were some practical tips on how to perform ancestor work, but now let's talk about how to involve Jesus in your ancestor work. So the first way, the most simple way is to pray for your ancestors. Pray for your ancestors come before you. Pray for their healing. Pray for their soul development and their guidance if you feel called to. Praying for your family in general would fall under this category. Another thing that you could do is work with saints that your ancestors worked with. I know for Italian cultures, we all have a Madonna or a version of Mother Mary that each specific family prays to. So if you are Italian or of Roman Catholic descent, figuring out who your Madonna is. Help your relatives who have recently crossed over by lighting a white candle for them and writing a Bible verse under the candle. Um, a couple of examples of Bible verses you could use is Luke 24, 43. Truly I tell you today you will be in paradise with me. Um, or John 17, 13, which says, But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world so that they may have my joy made full in themselves. And then the final verse that I wrote down as an idea um, to use in this kind of like crossing over spell would be John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. 
Another thing that you can do to invoke Jesus in your ancestor work is helping the living family that you have as much as you possibly can. And this could also be your chosen family, right? Not all family is blood. Um, and the reason I say this, that this is important to do ancestor work with Jesus is because of the verse 1 Timothy 5, 8, which says anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. This verse is a little harsh, um, and I'm not saying like if you have toxic family that you've had to cut out of your life for like health reasons to go and take care of them. Obviously, keep your boundaries, keep your mental health, keep you in mind because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God and Jesus, all they want is for you to be happy, for you to experience joy, for you to experience love, and for you to be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. That doesn't be, mean being the best version of Sally down the street or Mar Mark who lives the next block over. No, the best version of you, yourself, growing as much as you can and as much as you are called to in this lifetime. Um, and again, like what I said before, you can take care of your chosen family as well. This does not just mean blood relatives if you've unfortunately had to cut blood relatives out of your life be for safety and mental health reasons. And finally, this is like a little bonus tip, and this is another one out there from my witchy parents, invoking Mother Mary to help you parent your kiddos. She must have been the most peaceful parent and gentle parent out of all of the gentle parents in the entire world to have raised somebody like Jesus. Like, Jesus is incredible, but that incredibleness must have come from somewhere and that had to have been his mama. Like, let's be real. Um, because for every great man in the world, there's a woman behind him pulling all the strings and actually running the show. So invoking her, asking her to help you on your parenting journey. She is the reason I am a gentle parent. She's the reason I'm a peaceful parent. Because like, I've talked about this before, but your girl could be a little bit angry. And so I will sometimes get like upset with what my kids are doing and I'll want to rage at them and that's obviously not helpful or healthy for my children or for me because it's not going to make my children feel safe and secure with me and it's not going to make me feel like a loving devoted and caring mother right so it's not healthy on any front so this is just not an outcome that anybody wants so when I really get in that like oh my god these children are pushing every button they need I'm gonna like explode kind of mindset I'll, I'll just like close my eyes I'll put my hands over my eyes and I'll literally be like mother Mary how did you do this when Jesus was being a little shit what did you do and like she will help talk me down and you know she'll be like Lena go drink a cup of water you know go sit down in your room listen to a music song you know a music song what the heck go listen to some music dance around feel a little bit free and she'll help like talk me down and like really be like my peaceful parenting coach so she's also a great one to work with and ancestor work and like parenting and all that good stuff because she she gets it she gets it um so those are all the tips that I have for you with ancestor work I hope that these tips were useful and help you on your journey to connect with your ancestors and help heal your ancestral line and break generational curses and trauma and all that stuff. But I just want to say again, thank you guys so, 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 so much for supporting the Jesus Witch Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who donated to help me get a new laptop. Thank you so much to Shea for going live to help me get this laptop. This laptop was a communal effort, and that means that this podcast is a communal effort. So, so season four is dedicated to you guys. This is the season of the listeners because it wouldn't have happened without you guys at all.
So anyway, don't forget to subscribe to the Jesus Witch Podcast on whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on and also give us a five-star review because that really helps get the word out about the show and it makes me super happy, so... Don't forget to check out the Jesus Witch Podcast Patreon. I am adding a new perk for the month of September to Patreon. This perk is available to all Patreon supporters, and it's essentially like a mini TikTok live, but in our Jesus Witch Church Discord group, where I do like tarot readings, and I'm going to do free readings for Patreon supporters, and we're going to do as many as we can, and it's going to be a lot of fun, just a place to hang out, and just another time and and place for you to access me more one-on-one. So if you would like to gain access to that special little mini live and that part of the discord group we have like a little patreon chat now and it's just it's really cool so um there are like discord integrations now for patreon and it's available for all patreon tiers so don't forget to check that out in the show notes page also in the show notes page you'll find my etsy shop the link to my tiktok my instagram my backup tiktok please go follow my backup tiktok i've been posting like daily vlogs mom life stuff like swifty stuff like just anything that i didn't fit think would fit on my main tiktok i've been posting on there and i've been having a lot of fun you know just doing different kinds of things over there so go check it out my goal is to at least get to a thousand followers on that TikTok account in case something happens to Luna the Jesus Witch and I can't go live on there. At least with a thousand followers on my backup account, I'll be able to go live and still talk to you in that way. And I really, really love going live on TikTok. So if you haven't given my backup account a follow, the username is Leo Midheaven Lena. Shout out to my friend Christina for coming up with that username. Um, but yeah, go give it a follow. I'll leave it linked in the show notes page along with anything else we talked about in this episode. So now that our episode is officially over, it is time for the best part of the podcast, which is our verse of the day, 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 day. And this week's verse of the day is Romans 15, 13, which says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I love this verse for so many reasons. One, it calls God source. Two, it talks about the Holy Spirit. Three, it's all about having an overflow of joy and confidence and hope. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful verse. So I feel like this would be a great one to use in like a confidence spell or a joy spell or even in just a spell where you're trying to connect more with God or with the Holy Spirit. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the Jesus Witch Podcast. Thank you again to the people who helped keep this podcast going and to everybody who listens, which also helps keep this podcast going. I really appreciate this community and all the things. So yeah, okay. All right, bye. I'll see you next week for our Maybon and Libra season episodes.